on a special episode for the Walking Dead fans on our Pop Culture Cosmos channel. It's our full conversations with Daphne Matthew of the Talking Dead and the Walking Dead fan base groups as we explore Season 9 and where the show is going next for fans of The Walking Dead. So sit back and relax as we talk to Daphne Matthew about what's going on with The Walking Dead. Spoilers are upcoming, so if you haven't watched the latest episodes of The Walking Dead and you're still going to get caught up, going to throw in a couple spoilers in on you, but some major changes happened with The Walking Dead series. And who better to talk about it with me today than the, I, I guess, the head of a new group that's out there on Facebook, Talking the Dead. You got to catch it today. That You know, just go ahead, search it out, Talking the Dead 18 plus on Facebook. It is my good friend, Daphne Matthew. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Jeremy. How are you? Another beautiful day in Las Vegas. I'm just excited to talk about The Walking Dead. I know I've been pestering you now for almost a week since the major news have happened. Uh, just like, <laughs> I gotta talk to you. I gotta talk to you when it comes to The Walking Dead. But again, we're gonna be talking some spoilers here. So if you haven't haven't caught up yet and you still want to, especially with last week's episode, here we go. Last Last weekend on The Walking Dead was the official, supposedly, last episode of Rick Grimes. And technically, they didn't say he was going to die. They just said it was going to be the last episode of The Walking Dead. So they pretty much found an out. And I was, I'm glad in the fact that if people have caught up already date with what's going on, that if you know what went on with Rick Grimes, he fell off a horse, uh, impaled himself with an oncoming stream of zombies, which I'm sure was great when they drew, drew it up in the writing room. But I'm telling you right now, he got out of it, had several dream sequences while he was letting out blood when he was close to death. And as he uh, got went ahead and, and he actually got himself to safety for a moment and found uh, and, and got in contact with with those that he loved when he was searching for his quote unquote family, but he crossed a bridge, lured thousands, quote unquote, and I'm saying that, oh, <laughs> hundreds, uh, you know, whatever CG is, whatever CG will apply here, but he led all these zombies across the bridge, blew himself up and the bridge. And well, we all thought for a moment there that, well, until the commercial break happened, that, <laughs> he, was a, that he was a goner. He is not a goner. He was found on the side of a river, still alive, still massively bleeding to death. And I'll have you take it over from here because it leads into a new universe for The Walking Dead. I'm thankful that they didn't pull a Glenn. Well, actually, in kind of a way, they actually kind of did and they did not. It's kind of a gray area from what they promised to what they said to what they stated to what they're going to do now. Your thoughts on all that's going on, but we'll leave the story to you over to you on exactly what's going to go on now with Rick Grimes. Well, I think you summed it up pretty well. They re they never did say Rick was going to die. They never said Rick was going to die. All I'll say that everything was leading to a Rick Grimes death, but it didn't actually happen. I'm happy it happened that way. It doesn't 
And I'm going to say this. I'm going to backtrack. Just because he didn't die, that doesn't leave the door open for his return. It has been confirmed, and I have had it confirmed by several sources that Andrew Lincoln will not return to The Walking Dead in any way, shape, or form. He's going to do three Rick Grime-themed movies, but he is not returning to the show. Um, He wanted to leave last year. Um, when the surprise came that Chandler Riggs was killed off, he felt that it would have been too much for the fans, so he decided to stay. So he and he was very firm about only being on the show for part of the season, so he committed to five. He did his five, and he went out, and I'll say it literally with a bang, because once that Riggs blew up, everybody thought he was dead. Um, until the commercial a lot. break happened, so <laughs> ah, commercial breaks. There's a lot of those on the Walking Dead. It it, it was kind of like it was that episode was very strenuous in the fact that first of all, everything that was leading up to this episode was just so intense, and then every ten minutes or five minutes, it was a commercial break. It was like, come on, let's just get on with the story. Let's just get on with the story. Just cut out the commercials. I thought it should have been a longer episode, but after looking at it, it was fitting. I think um, a lot of things have been, there's been a closure on a lot of things because if a lot of people don't know, they'll know from me now. Um, that was all also Lauren Cohans who plays Maggie's last episode. She will not be returning to the show anytime in the near future. So that that was two main characters we lost, but we actually saw Rick's departure and not Maggie. So um, I don't know how they're going to play that off, how they're going to explain her departure. Um, If I was a showrunner on that show, I would have actually tried to have us stay one more episode to kind of like give her real closure because um, I think, her departure is more focused on the fact that her, I mean, if, if I was a showrunner, I would explain her departure more of an attack of conscience because um, the episode or maybe two episodes before when it was revealed that the Oceanside people were killing the saviors and one of the characters, Cindy, told her that she showed them the way. I think that really weighed a lot on her conscience personally. And that that might have been if I was like I said, if I was a showrunner, I would have played off on that and given her a definite departure. But they kind of left it up in the air. I know last week was totally Rick. It was supposed to be totally Rick. I think, like I said, they did it very well. I was shocked that he survived. And that's one of the few times I've ever been shocked in the nine years of looking at The Walking Dead was that they actually played it off that he survived. As we go further, there's a few more things I'll explain about why they did it that way. But for now, I'll just say it was really, it was really, I think, fulfilling for the fans itself to know that he actually didn't die. I mean, they're still in denial about him coming back to the show, but he's not going to come back. He said he's firm about that. Well, I will say to add on to that. So we left Rick Grimes bleeding on the side of a river. Uh, he was actually not found by any one of the people he associated with and he cared for as far as his quote-unquote family that he was searching throughout the entire episode. He was actually found by Jadis, 
who uh, you know has completely transformed from the time that most people were familiar with her character into something different. She's actually found him, located him, and actually communicated with the mysterious helicopter. And the last images you see of Rick Grimes on The Walking Dead is him being flown away in a helicopter to who knows where, to who knows what. The actual Walking Dead show then fast forwards six years later, and it now shows us new characters, including an older version of Rick Grimes' daughter, Judith, that you see going ahead and killing some killing some, oh, walkers. You can't say zombies. You can't walk, say zombies. Can't say zombies. Uh, walkers that are out there. So we now have a situation where it flashes forward to six years later on the series. That also leaves room for whatever demise or whatever thing that they planned for Laurie Cohen. So obviously there's a mystery there as far as what went on in those six years that, that has her character that's gone bye-bye. And it still leaves like, like was mentioned by you and also as well that Scott Gimple, uh, the uh, head guy, the head showrunner as far as up on top with Angela Kang and all that, they announced that there's going to be a three movie set at least at the minimum for The Walking Dead. Those three movies which were announced are going to include the Rick Grimes part of it and his storyline going forward in a new part of The Walking Dead universe. Among other things that they're talking about doing that are upcoming for The Walking Dead universe, they still have a lot of plans. I ask you though, Ratings were mildly up for the Rick Grimes episode, obviously because they hyped it so much. And a lot of people like myself that were casual viewers, as I've told you before, I'm one of those in and outers that comes in <laughs> on the storyline and how good it is. A lot of people like me did tune in, but a lot of people like me are probably going to be tuning back out. Ratings overall for the season are down. And we talked about this the last time they were down half of what they were at the peak already of The Walking Dead, and they're down even further overall outside of last week's episode. Your thought on expanding this universe even more when there's still trouble in the home front on the main episode as far as keeping that alive and fresh with and, and trying to garner in new people for more ratings? Well, I mean, last year, I think a lot of people tuned out because of the fact that there were major character deaths. I mean, they killed off Call Grimes Wicks. Um, a lot of people who watch the show are comic book readers, so they know the story. So a lot of people tuned out because of that. But now that I'm thinking about it and the well, that I have had time to recover from that sudden death, um, as well as many of the other fans and talked amongst people in fan bases and at cons and Walker Starkers and all that out there in the Walking Dead fan universe, this thing with the ratings is basically something that happens with any big show. I mean, we have, I mean, this show has been on for, this is the ninth year it's been in existence. And people come and go, unfortunately. People that I know were diehard fans years ago stopped looking at it when Glenn got killed off. And that was now three seasons ago. So. I mean, as and then we we have to take into consideration that now with the way that social media and, and the internet is, is that people don't always look at it at the same time. 
We have people in other countries who don't look at it until the next, they don't get to look at it to the, until the next day. We have people that DVR it. We have people that are looking at football and will look at it later. They'll look at it at 11 o'clock as opposed to at nine o'clock when it airs on the East Coast. We have people that live in California that don't see it until midnight. So, I mean, I personally am no longer that concerned about the ratings because there's just so many factors that go into how ratings are obtained. Um, but I do admit that less a lot of people that I know have tuned out over the years, even family, because of the fact that, you know, um, especially last season, I mean, I think this season so far is great. I think that it somewhat takes me back to season four, which in my opinion was the best season ever. But four and five, um, I think Angela Kang is doing a wonderful job as the showrunner. I'm glad they gave Scott Gimple the boot upstairs and he's no longer involved with the day-to-day of the show or any of the decision-making. He's like um, the talking head of The Walking Dead. He just sits there and talks. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but as far as the story goes, I think it's gotten exponentially better. I think last year a lot of people were disappointed because they were promised in season seven that all out war would not take a whole season. And it turned out it did. Um, and I think a lot of that had to do with the decision to kill Carl because, um, I mean, Andrew Lincoln even stated it himself. He was going to leave last year. And up until the episode where it was revealed that Carl was bit, which was the mid season finale, it did give the appearance and the feeling that that was going to be Rick Grimes last season, but then they flipped it and they decided to take out Call and spend the second half of season eight on the war, which wasn't promised. It was We were told that um, All Out War was only going to be a half a season. So there were some decisions made and a lot of fans were disappointed because they just felt that there was too much time spent on the war. The Whisperer should have happened last year. Um, and that's what's coming next, if you didn't know. That is actually going to start as far as the remainder of the last episode with Rick's departure, um, especially about Judith Grimes. I can finally say I'm resolved with um, and okay about Carl dying because the way they brought Judith in six years later, it's reminiscent of Carl's story from the comics of when the Whisperers first came about. And she's now, because of the second time jump, at the exact age Carl Grimes would have been when the Whisperers story appeared. So now the show is given the appearance that although Judith is not Rick's child, and that was established in the uh, flashback scene um, with him and Shane, that that is Shane's child. Yeah, Shane was um, so happy to say that too. Shane's like, how, how <laughs> whatnot. So how's my daughter? Yes, I, I love John Bernthal. He is an awesome actor. Um, I'm so glad that you know his career is still going very strong. But it gives the appearance now that they're going to focus the show. A lot of people were up in the air and not happy with the rumors that were going around that the show was going to focus that Daryl was going to be. Norman Reedus, Daryl, was going to become the leader of the group. And it doesn't look like that. It looks like now they're shifting the story to Judith Grimes, which 
I think, like I said, now because um, Carla's gone, Rick is gone, I think it's befitting because now, although it's not exactly like the comics, it still can be played in that manner because it's still a Grimes child. It's not, you know, some random person getting more storyline. It's not Daryl getting Paul's story or Enid getting Carl's story or even um, that little kid, Henry getting called story. It's actually somebody connected still with the Grimes family that will be carrying on Carl's story. And I think a lot of people will be very happy with where the show is going. But then again, we have those people who are diehard um, comic book fans that are not going to like it no matter what you do because the two main focal characters of the comics are gone from the show now. Looking for an edge the next time you take on your favorite video game? Then check out Vitabrace High Performance Gamer Wristbands. Packed with the power of fruit seed oil, Vitabrace is clinically proven to help improve performance, giving you a better gaming experience. Head to MiracleFruitOil.com and use the promo code MEDIA10 to get $10 off your Vitabrace purchase. Whether you're looking to beat the time on your latest speedrun, or are fighting your way to the top on your favorite multiplayer or battle royale, Vitabrace can help you reach your gaming goals. Buy Vitabrace today at MiracleFruitOil.com. That's MiracleFruitOil.com. Vitabrace. Win with it. Once again, it is Daphne Matthew from Talking the Dead. You also know her from the Walking Dead fan base. If you get a chance, join either of those groups today. She does a lot of watch events on her Facebook group, Talking the Dead. So you got to join her today and catch in on all the fun. Plus, you know, every now and then they talk about everything going on with The Walking Dead. Okay, they talk a lot about The Walking Dead, but I didn't, you know, obviously the name says it all. We give spoilers. (laughs) Yes, yes. Now and then, yes, you do give spoilers, but they do control it very well as far as when and how they do it how who gets to go ahead and as far as elaborate on that they leave forums where people can go ahead and talk about the spoilers if other fans haven't seen it yet especially on the days it airs because we all know about the different time zones and also how when it airs in which country when and whatnot so they're very respectful of that whether it's the walking dead fan base or talking the dead as well my friend any last thoughts on well actually because you are the most devoted fan i know to the walking dead universe <laughs> Yeah. Before we head on out on The Walking Dead and its future on what you want to see as far as the shows, all the different stuff that's going on. There's a video game that's coming out as well by Overkill that's been totally overlooked and I thought has come out at the wrong time. So I'm not sure about its success going forward. That to me is is something that even if it does rate highly is still kind of disappointing that it just it's going to fly under the radar with all the big games that are coming out. But that aside, there's there's so much to talk about when it comes to the Walking Dead universe. Your final thoughts on what you would like to see as far as the Walking Dead universe is concerned. Um, Actually, I'm actually really looking forward to the remainder of the season and how they handle it. Like I said, um, they shifted the storyline, which, you know. As odd as it may seem, may have actually saved the show because there were a lot of people who lost interest in the show because they said it was too close to the comics. 
So now they've made this big shift. They lost Rick Grimes, and that wasn't their doing. That was his own decision to do. But you have to respect the actor. I mean, this is a man who dedicated nine years of his life to a show, and he wanted to be a father. He wanted to go back home. So he made that decision. And the one thing I say to all the fans and all the groups that I participate in is that, you know, be angry, be just, don't be angry, be disappointed, but you have to respect a person's desire to be in their children's life, be a husband, be a father, you know, not wanting to uproot them eight months out of the year to film a show. These people, these actors, these wonderful, amazing actors who do, do this show and have been doing it for eight or nine years do not owe anybody anything. You know, they have, the, they have, being that this is their livelihood, this is having shows and movies and stuff like that. They have that right to be able to say, okay, it's time for me to do something else. We should all respect that. Now, what I'm looking for, hopefully, um, for the remainder of the season is that they continue with the awesome storylines they've been um, creating so far. Um, I haven't been disappointed in an episode yet, and that's really amazing considering that um, – a lot of the episodes last season left much to be desired. It was like, uh, okay, so that was the episode. Let's move on. So hopefully they'll continue the momentum they've built even after Rick's departure. Um, I thought the lead-in for Judith as um, a preteen was awesome. I, I love the way they did it. Um, I hope they continue with that storyline. I am dying to see the Whisperers. Uh, that That is like the ultimate storyline that everybody's been looking forward to for two years. So I am looking forward to Sunday and every Sunday after that until, <laughs> I don't know. Um, one of the little things that came out this week that kind of flew under everybody's radar is the show will be up until season 12. As far as I know, there will be 12 seasons of the walking dead. They have signed Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride, Carol and Daryl respectively for those who don't know their real names. Um, they've both been signed to three-year deals, so the uh, show but, will definitely. But we've also talked ahead. before about Denai Guerrera. You know, I have an issue with not. She needs to be paid top dollar because she is a hot commodity right now. You know, <laughs> well, she they really walk yeah. off, walk off the set, and go on and say, you know what, Marvel, here I am, full time. You know, she could just do that right well, now. See this? Yeah, I, I love Denai. I've met her in person. She's awesome. The thing is, is that. They signed Melissa and Norman because I guess they were the ones that were the most easiest to negotiate with. Inside of information is that they're hoping to sign, deny to a better, bigger deal. But again, you just said it. She's in the Marvel Universe. Who's going to say no to Marvel and, and the opportunities available to her? She was in two blockbuster movies this year alone that were part of the Marvel Universe. So who's going to say no to that? And exactly, no. and also as well, she does as you and I've talked about before. She does things as far as the play, the the as far as off Broadway stuff as well. She's she's doing she's doing having a she has a very successful career yeah. there. She wants to go ahead and and not be on television. So 
they have to go ahead and incentivize us because Michonne is a beloved character on that show. And going forward, Melissa McBride is awesome. Obviously, Daryl being in the show, being one of the heads and getting that big paycheck that was rumored and, and obviously was pretty much confirmed out there. That was nice, but they need to go ahead and make sure that she is taken care of because she's also oh, yeah. one of the last foundations for The Walking Dead as well. But I tell you what, there's so much to look forward to with The Walking Dead, the entire universe, whether it's the, even though the video game side has had some issues with what, like I said, Overkill and also with the death of Telltale Games. But there's still a lot to look yeah. forward to when it comes to the, uh, when it comes to the television shows, the movies and whatnot. Also, even the comic itself, you know, we, we got, it all starts there and, and everybody goes. The and, comic is, the comics are still going strong. Um, Robert Kirkman, who hasn't really been speaking on um, what's going on with the show, um, because there's still lawsuits out there, but um, he hasn't been really present and communicating much since he announced in July that it was confirmed that Andrew Lincoln was leaving. The comics, as far as I know, he has no plans to stop them. He wants to see it go to issue to 400 issues. And right now, I think issue 187 just came out. So he still has a lot of story out there he wants to tell. And I mean, from what I see now, there there are two things that can happen with the show. One of them is that they go three more years and get the comics, get the show as close to where the comics are currently and ends it, which would be fitting because now they've had this big time jump and they're starting the Whisperer story. But along with the Whisperer story, they also had the appearance of Georgie last season. Georgie is from the current, how should I say, conflict because it didn't start out that way, but the current conflict in the comics is the Commonwealth. And um, there's some interesting things coming up with The Walking Dead, but I don't think we'll see any more to comment the Commonwealth till next season. Only thing I'm going to say is for the rest of the season, there's this is episode five, so there's 11 more, but there's only three before they take the three-month hiatus. There's going to be some big surprises. Unfortunately, there will probably be two or three major character deaths on the horizon. One I have heard of as far back as the summer. It looks like from what they've shown in the last three, at the end of last episode, they showed the next three previews from the next three weeks, which leads up to the mid-season finale. And from what they've shown, I could see the one person that was rumored back in the summer to be getting killed off the show happening. Um, but I do see there's going to be quite a bit more, unfortunately, departures of beloved characters, our favorite characters. Um, but there's also a lot more story to tell. So, I mean, we'll lose some people, but some of the new characters coming in, like Magna and Yumiko and the other new characters and the Whisperers, May Dova ache, I'll say, because I, I nobody can replace any of the new of, of the current characters. I'm sorry. Um there there's just there's just so much story there with um or so much um how can I say familiar familiarity with some of the even Jesus and Ezekiel. I mean, Jerry is like 
Oh my God. If um, Norman Reedus wasn't on the show anymore, Jerry would be, be the fangirls be going after him. So <laughs> there's a lot of characters out there that are beloved. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, we're going to lose some of them. We're going to lose quite a few of them. I mean, cause this whisperer story, all out war was pretty big, but the whisperer story, as far as the comics go, took about 40 comics complete and it was it it's huge it's huge so i mean i know a lot of people are still mourning the departure we can't say death because he didn't die he got taken away in a helicopter of you know rick grimes i'm still you know upset about it but you know i understand the reasons why and i totally respect it so you know what i'm looking forward to now is how the story will continue i mean i hope you know, this wasn't just what they've done so far. It wasn't just a temporary flash in the pan and, you know, it gets terrible again. Um, they've, they've developed the story arc that actually works and hopefully it'll continue to work. But, you know, there's always that pessimistic, oh, my God, this show is going down the toilet mentality. Um, but we will see. I mean, the groups are going strong. I mean, my Talking to Dead group, I just started, so it's really not that big. Hopefully, you know, as time goes on, it'll get better. The fan base is still the fan base. You know, we, we have 60,000 members, so we must be doing something right there. And like I said, you know, every now and then, and I only do it in Talking to Dead and only some other groups I'm associated with because I don't do it in the fan base because we don't allow spoilers at all. I'll give a little hint. I'm not going to give out full spoilers. I'll give a little hint of what's in the air, you know, so to speak. I'm not going to tell you the exact, you know, what's going to happen because I think at the end of the day, people want to be surprised. People don't want to be told everything. I mean, there are rumors even going out now, and this happened, I think, on Tuesday about what's going to happen in the finale and I'm like I don't even want to hear it right now I'm still you know Rick I don't want to hear anything about the finale because it's too soon it's like you have 11 more episodes you have like four more months before we even get there and people are already leaking information about the finale I mean let the fans be surprised I mean the one thing I will say AMC did a great job of hiding the fact that Rick survived. They let they let us to believe he actually was going to die with their promo, Rick Grimes' last episode, um, because everybody knows in The Walking Dead, you know, people die. They don't just get to leave. I haven't seen anybody leave since... I haven't seen anybody leave the show except for Morgan. Um, so basically, you know, we don't get that... We don't get that convenience to know that characters are going to live. So they played that very well. So I'm hoping no more information gets out about what's going to happen on the show. Um, and that's about it. I mean, you know, it was it was very it was a very nice departure to see a main character survive other than Morgan. Um, now, where what happens with him on fear is yet to be determined. They do have they did get approved for another season. But after that, nobody's certain what's going to happen with that show. But as far as The Walking Dead goes, I mean, hopefully, 
you know, people will come back. I mean, I know a lot of people just tuned in to see what happened with Rick. And now that they know we we might lose significant numbers, but I'm hoping that people stay tuned. I'm sure that they will be satisfied with what happens the rest of the season because I'm gonna I'm gonna picture it out there. The Whisperers is something that should not be missed. You have to experience it on the show. Once again, it is Daphne Matthew from Talking the Dead and also the Walking Dead fan base Facebook groups. Join those awesome groups today to talk everything Walking Dead. Plus, I hear every now and then she loves to talk about other pop culture stuff as well. Daphne, it's been great having you aboard, talking about, once again, everything going on with The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, the new movies coming up for Andrew Lincoln, and so much more. Just always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks, Jerry. We'll talk after the midseason finale, That's so we'll see what happens then. We'll talk then, no problem. Just glad to have you a part of the pop culture cosmos. Rob McCallum Films is back with a vengeance. Power of Grayskull, the definitive history of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, which chronicles the ultimate 80s billion-dollar franchise, Masters of the Universe. See exclusive interviews and hear untold stories from the people responsible for creating the world of Eternia, a place full of magic and science, and learn about the craft of creating action figures and animation. Power of Grayskull is just one of our many projects at Rob McCallum Films. And we're back with the show. Once again, it's Gerald coming right back at you here. The Walking Dead hit its mid-season, season season nine. It's halfway through already. Time flies. I don't know where it goes, but obviously a lot of walkers got killed along the way. And a lot of things did happen. It's probably the most momentous season in quite some time with all the people exiting the show, the big names uh, either dying or, you know, obviously uh, getting moved on to other projects and whatnot. And here to break down the season at the midway point is our good friend. She is the curator of the walking dead (laughs) fan base, but also talking the dead 18 plus. She is our good friend. It is Daphne Matthew. What's going on Daphne. I'll tell you what, Season nine is closing out on a note that I think a lot of people are kind of angry about so far when it comes to The Walking Dead. Yeah, a lot of people are upset. Tom Payne, Jesus, uh, the character Jesus died, unfortunately. I was not surprised. I I knew it was coming. And I, I think he was not surprised either because he didn't actually feel thrilled about the way his character was going. Well, I mean, I get a lot of information from various sources. And back in season eight, he very loudly complained about his lack of screen time, we'll say. Um, Jesus is a big character in the comic. He is huge. I think Jesus is still alive, and we're nearly close to 200 comics. And... Jesus came on, I mean, when Tom Paines came in as Jesus in season six, he came in with a bang. If every, if anybody goes back to season six and sees um, when Jesus first came on the show, it was amazing. Him, Rick, and Daryl fighting. And then all of a sudden, it was like he was kind of like phased out. Um, he openly complained about, you know, the lack of screen time. Here is a gentleman in his 30s, from, also from the UK, Go UK. We have a lot of UK actors on that show. 
where he had did martial arts training for two years. And he, his big fight was with uh, Morgan, which is like, it's kind of weird because they were supposed to be like familiar to each other, friends, and his big fight is with another big character. So he wasn't very happy about it. He vocalized his dislike um, of the direction of his character. He mentioned in an article in March of this year. And I kind of knew when I read that article that he was leaving because he hinted at Jesus's lifespan was finite. There was an end to it coming. And he also complained about the fact that, you know, he, he didn't want to do a character indefinitely. He sort of like Andrew Lincoln. And also the fact that, you know, when he was on the show and filming, he wouldn't get a full script. He wouldn't know he was filming until maybe a day before. So, you know, he did mention on the Talking Dead um, after the mid-season finale, which he was overjoyed to be there. I, I was shocked. He was really happy. <laughs> maybe it's because he just got engaged. I don't know. But <laughs> he said, um, basically, um, Angela Kang called him and told him, you know, the week before he was supposed to film his episode where he, the mid-season finale where he died, that, you know, you're going to die in the mid-season finale. He's like, okay. I mean, he was like, as long as I get a good death, I don't care. So well, that was his stance on the whole matter. Well, He's like, he got, no. He got, he got was, oh, he got engaged, but he also got divorced from a show, but he got engaged. Yeah. Life, so Maybe that's yeah. why he was so happy. Absolutely. Actually, the words, his words was, as long as it's an epic death, he was satisfied with him departing the show. He wasn't very happy. I mean, he was on the show for three years, if you think about it. Six, season six was three years ago. And he was maybe featured in less than 10 episodes where he was featured. He was seen in maybe 20, but he was only featured in six. And he said... It was ironic that his the episode where he died, the mid-season finale, was the first time he got to work with a lot of the characters that he ended up working with um, in that episode. He was like, you know, it was really ironic that his death episode was so huge and he got to work with a lot of people. I knew it was coming, unfortunately. And they kind of like hinted it, but the thing was, it was... Going back to Andrew Lincoln's um, departure, before it was announced um, at Comic-Con that he was leaving, there was a leaked script that came out. And it was supposedly going to be Andrew Lincoln that died fighting the herd, which we found out was not the typical herd. It was the Whisperers. That was actually Jesus's death scene. So, you know... I kind of knew it was happening. I was still shocked. I was still upset about it because it's like we're losing a lot of characters. And that's what led to my rant <laughs> the next day on um, Facebook. I'll call it my rant um, post because um, I think AMC really needs to start taking a look. If they want the show to continue, they need to look at how are they going to keep the key actors 
we already lost Andrew Lincoln, but Andrew Lincoln, although he's too big of a man to say it, he left because they killed off. There's no doubt about it. Um, he's a very classy guy. He's not going to, um, how should I say, bite the hand that feeds him. So he will play along with their game. He's doing the three the three movies that they announced. He's actually doing them to fulfill his contract because he actually did film. Um, I'm sorry, he actually did sign a contract to complete season nine. So when he decided that he had enough, he still has to fulfill an obligation to AMC. So he decided he'll do the three movies. He'll come back next year. He's actually going to come back next year and direct the episode. But other than that, after these three movies are done, which will lead, I do believe from the time and it's going to it's actually going to be parallel to each of the next season. So in season 10, they're going to release a new movie, um, one of his featured movies. Season 11, they're going to release a featured movie of him. And season 12, they're going to release the final one. And that will be the end of his commitment to AMC. He has no desire to come back. He's not going to come back. Um, there's still a lot of people who believe he'll come back because they saw him leave in the helicopter. He's not coming back. It, it, it was, like I said, he's too classy of a guy to bite the hand that feeds him, but it was, I'll say it was a bitter divorce, him leaving the show. It was a bitter divorce. And he will f- fulfill his commitment to AMC and he's done with it. Well, one of the things I want to ask you as well, because you did write in that op-ed in regards to your frustrations with where the direction of the show is going and how AMC is handling it, is that they're devoting too much to one particular character who you love dearly, but you thought that there is too little too much at this point in time when it comes to Daryl and a focus on him. Is it because of the money that they've reportedly signed him to over the course of, of the next uh, two, three seasons and whatnot, that he is now so expensive. They feel they need to justify whatever they, they spent on him as far as trying to retain his services. No, actually I don't think it's about the money with Norman Reedus. Like I said, I love well, I mean, Norman on the Reedus. AMC end, is it, is it to, um, you know, actually I think it's more so because actually the rumored 20 million, he didn't get. He didn't get the 20 million and he actually went on Twitter and confirmed that he did not get that quote unquote big contract. Him and Melissa McBride, who I also love, Carol, were signed to a three year extension leading up to season 12 um, after Andrew Lincoln's final episode. Um, I think the problem with AMC is not so much with the money having to justify him being there. It's more so of the storyline they're trying to justify him still being alive because hardcore fans know and comic readers know Daryl never existed. And had they not fired Frank Darabont, uh, we'd be talking about Merle actually and not Daryl, because Daryl was supposed to die in season two. 
But because the women, I'll say the fangirls and some fanboys, let's not forget the fanboys, fell in love with the character. They decided to keep him on and kill off Merle Dixon instead. You're listening to the Pop Culture Cosmos. Get ready for Box Art, a gaming docuseries from Pyre Productions and Rob McCallum Films. If you love video games, chances are there's a box cover or cover image that you love and has stuck with you for decades. In our series, Box Art, we travel across North America to visit with the unknown illustrators and artists responsible for creating the most iconic gaming images of all time. What was once scheduled to be a 90-minute documentary is now a six-episode season packed with unbelievable tales that paint a picture of the gaming industry you've never imagined. Just one of the many pop culture projects from Rob McCallum, Empire Productions. What well, don't feel too bad for Michael Rooker because, you know, he had a nice career going forward. Michael Rooker has an awesome career. He's always had an awesome career, so I don't feel bad for him. Because Guardians of the I Galaxy think... was obviously a, a great stroke for him, and, and, he, and he pretty much surprised. And, and well, I'm, he pretty much uh, took over and, and took a, a lot of the uh, uh, good scenes when it comes to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah, he did. He did. But I love Michael Ricca. He's actually had an awesome career. I mean, his career goes back. I think the first movie I saw him in was a Sylvester Stallone movie. I forget the name of the name of the name of the movie, but um, he's actually been acting about 30 years or more now. He just turned 65, I do believe, this past um, spring or summer. But he's had an awesome career. The Walking Dead really did not, I'll say, boost his career as a far as far as getting roles. No, he no. was he was he was actually an asset to the show because he was a known when he appeared on the show in season one. There weren't many known characters on that show. I mean, I think. The major- well, the majority of the cast came from Frank Darabont's The Mist that was released like two years before The Walking Dead. So it was like there were really no known characters until, oh, wow, we have Merle Dixon. We have Michael Rooker and everybody fell in love with it. I mean, I don't think he was the reason why people stayed tuned to the show. My op-ed was basically calling out AMC on their storylines, not so much their, um, Norma Reedus and the money situation. It's more so that it's blatantly obvious now, and it has been for quite some time, that in order to keep the character, not the actor, because Norma Reedus is an awesome actor outside of The Walking Dead. I've seen a lot of his work. To make the character remain relevant, they have been... And they're continuing to do it because I already know what's going to happen in the second part of season of season um, nine is that they have taken bits of other characters' storylines and given it to him to make him continue to be relevant. Okay, I mean Daryl basically after Beth got killed in season five didn't speak for three seasons, and all of a sudden he has more dialogue than. Um, he's had in four years. It's like he's talking actually. Wow. So I called them out on that because basically going back to even before Glenn and Abraham died, they were starting to give pieces of those characters story arcs to Daryl, the character, not the actor. What they did was 
they made Glenn on the show less of a standout character than he was in the comics. Everybody knows, even on the show, that Glenn was, I'll say, the conscious of the group. When Rick had to make a tough decision, he would actually speak to Glenn because Daryl just wanted to kill everybody, even way back in season one. And Abraham was the strength of the group. He was the brawn. I mean, because Merle wasn't there, he was more of the military. He knew how to do things in an organized fashion. But what they did with those characters is that they made them met less relevant on this show than they were in the comics. So it was starting to piss people off. And then unfortunately, AMC pretty much has this tendency now just to throw stuff out there without, you know, thinking about what they're doing because they like when Andrew Lincoln was leaving, they made it known. I mean, you know, they made it known and they advertised it as Rick Grimes' final episodes. And it, on the whole, it pissed everybody, a lot of people in the Facebook world off because it was like there was no surprise. The only surprise that we got with Rick's departure was that he didn't die. For months, everybody was hearing stuff that Rick was going to die. He was going to die horribly. And then he got rescued by Anne, of all people. So that was pretty much the only surprise we got. We knew he was leaving. We just didn't know how. So going back to the Daryl character, the problem is, and that was the point of my op-ed, is that AMC really has to start thinking about how to retain the characters they have. Not not the new ones. I mean, the denies, the, um, okay, Aaron. Um, Maggie is gone, and a lot of people are really upset about how they found out after the fact that Rick's final episode was also Maggie's final episode. They never announced it. They never said that this was Maggie's final episode. It was like an afterthought, um, and a lot of people are still really upset about it. Now, me being me being a person that thinks outside of the box. If I was Lauren Cohen, even though they left her story arc open-ended, the way she was treated, first of all, with the contract issue that led to her leaving the show, and then with them not even acknowledging that she was gone, I wouldn't come back to The Walking Dead. What for? I mean, the show is actually doing well with the characters they have without Maggie. I mean, unfortunately, we just lost Jesus, which really, to me, even though he wasn't portrayed on the show as a big character, that was a big hit to the show. Because it's like, who do you have at, who do you have at the hilltop now? You have Tara. And I'm sorry <laughs> for the Tara fans out there. Tara is not person I would leave in charge up there. Now, I mean, the show, I'm going to put it this way, the show is doing a lot better than it has in a couple of seasons. The ratings don't show it, but the ratings, ratings are a misnomer when it comes to television world now because people have so many ways of looking at shows. People DVR it. People 
are not beholden to look at a show anymore the same day it airs. So the ratings, even though they're saying they're worse, they're not actually worse because they're not taking into account the other countries who don't see it till Monday or Tuesday. They're not taking into account people who DVR it and look at it another day or maybe a few days later. They're not taking into account that people have other means of looking at it, the internet, um, other services other than cable, which Nielsen is, that's the only thing that Nielsen tracks is who's looking at it as it airs. So the ratings are a misnomer, but from what I'm getting from the Facebook world is that the show on a whole is a lot more better than it has been in, I'll say, two seasons, maybe three. Um, a lot of people are comparing it to season four, which in a lot of people's opinion was the best season ever of The Walking Dead. People complain about the ratings, but you can't really, these days you can't gauge a show based on numbers anymore. I mean, well, I know I know AMC actually does get data sent to them, and what's called plus seven. What they talk mm-hmm. about is what what a lot of shows sometimes, like you said, sometimes on the surface, the straight up who watches it at that time can't be the be all end all. And I know certain shows and their futures are often tied into what's called the plus seven, meaning people that are are watching it on a DVR or watching it on a delayed fashion whether due to their cable company that they can actually watch it later on or what have you through the AMC website and whatnot, they, that they watch it up to seven days later. So AMC and I know other shows and other uh, networks do actually count that into consideration. But I will say that it is in season nine, one of the lowest ever as far as actually, in fact, it's the lowest in quite some time as far as, the mid-season finale, only garnering a little over 5 million viewers. But on the good side, it is still, it is still at this time, Cable's top-rated show for this season. So you got to look at it, glass, the glass right. right there, half empty, half full. So in, in essence, yes, that's good that it's still the Cable's top-rated show, but it is substantially less than what even four seasons ago when it re- reached a high of about close to 15 million viewers. Well, actually, season five, it broke the record. Season five, the first episode when um, the Terminus incident actually broke television record for views. The thing is, is that, like you said, it is still the highest rated show in cable RTV history. The problem is, is that the show has been on for nine years okay we're talking about going into another generation now okay my daughter started looking at the walking dead when she was when it first came out she was 14 15 and now we have kids coming up now that's starting to catch on to it because um parents actually let their kids watch the walking dead um I wouldn't watch, I wouldn't let my eight or nine year old watch The Walking Dead, but that's, that's personal, um, that's your personal take on the matter. 
any show that's been out more than three years is going to lose over the course of years. They're going to drop in viewership. That's a known fact. Nobody, no show is going to maintain the viewership that it has, even at its peak. I mean, The Big Bang Theory is another show. It's ending in May after 10 years. I think that was The Walking Dead's only competition. Because I think they came out at the same time, or maybe the Big Bang Theory came out a year earlier. But any show that has come up since The Walking Dead air has never, has not to this date, grabbed number of viewers even to this day that The Walking Dead had. So that says a lot for this show. That says a lot for this show. You've talked about your discouragement when it comes to the direction AMC's going on with a focus on Daryl, also what they're doing with some of the other major characters. My suggestion I'd throw out as far as, you know, because the right now they have it structured where, okay, what's going on with Denai Guerrero, her character, what's going on with Melissa McBride, her character, a lot of different things are going on, motivations and whatnot. So it's hard for them to go ahead and be at the forefront, even though a lot of people like myself would think that's really cool if they could be considered at the forefront of the show. But what about Aaron? And thought talking about him and, and seeing him in a different light over the past couple seasons, seeing him take a little bit more prominent role in what was going on and him having and sharing a lot of those ideals that Andrew Lincoln once did when he was on the show with his character, Rick Grimes. So I ask you, what about the thoughts about Aaron possibly being at the more of a forefront type character, being being maybe pushed into a possible lead role at some point down the line? Because I think he's I, actually, I think he's up for it. I think he's up for it. I actually, over the past two seasons, if you look at his appearance, um, Aaron is Rick 2.0, in my opinion. If you look at from the perspective of the comics. Rick's appearance, I will say the last two seasons, Aaron closely resembles, um, I'm sorry, Ross McCall. I can't say his last name, Ross. He actually looks more like Rick from the comics than Andrew Lincoln did. And you know what? I thought it was amazing. I kind of like was a little pissed at first when Aaron lost his arm um, and that freak accident with the Savior's Failing when the walkers attack early in the season. And I, that was one of my little brief rants because it was early in the season. The problem was, was that with Andrew Lincoln in the comics, if you read the comics, Andrew Lincoln hand um, got cut off by the governor when he captured Michonne, Glenn, and uh, Rick. They said they would never do it on the show because of the fact that CG... Okay, we, we saw what happened with Shiva. She was only around briefly. They said the cost of CGI would be too expensive, but they came up with a brilliant idea for, for when they did it with Aaron. They actually just used a prosthetic. And he talked about it. Um, if people look at the Talking Dead, I don't look at it that often anymore for personal reasons, but I did look at the one last week when Jesus was on because... I really wanted to see it, and I wanted to hear um, Ross's explanation as to why they had him lose his arm. And he is actually becoming more rickish 
<laughs> now because he's taken on a lot of the characteristics of the Rick character from the comics. He's lost his arm. Rick didn't get a prosthetic in the comics, but Aaron did. And he's actually, if you saw that fight scene in the cemetery last week, he's good with that fake arm. <laughs> it was like the walkers can't bite him. <laughs> so it was like, you know, I think if they do it right, because nobody knows what's going to happen with Deny. Like I said earlier, they have signed both Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride through season 12, which I'm, I'm going to say something that I don't want to break people's hearts, but I do see the show ending with season 12. So, you know, I put it out there. I, I think it's going to end in season 12. So I do see that Ross is taking a more prominent role. I do see him because we're not, they're not certain about Denai's status because all these movies are coming up. She's in the latest, she's filming the second Black Panther movie. She's filming the final Avengers movie. She has been signed on to do an, um, another King Kong movie. And she's in a fourth movie. I can't remember off the top of my head, but she is in major movies coming up this year. So one, I'll put it this way, they may not be able to afford her anymore because that was the biggest thing about my rant was that they need to, AMC really needs to give all their actors equal pay and also equal billing. This is an ensemble show. There is not one, although, okay, let's be honest. When the show first started, it was the story of Rick, okay? Finding his family, meeting these new communities. The whole point of the show until Andrew Lincoln's departure, Rick's departure, was that his whole goal, because he said it to Nor he said it to Daryl when they were in the pit in um, episode four. He never asked anybody to follow him. Rick's primary purpose was it eight and a half years he was on the show, eight and a half seasons, not years, because the pilot season one was actually filmed two years before it actually aired. Nobody knows that. Very few people know that. They had pitched it to several other stations, but HBO didn't want it. But the irony of that is that they said The Walking Dead was too violent, but they picked up Game of Thrones. Go figure. That That's a big joke am amongst the... I call them the deadheads because that's, that's what I call the Walking Dead fans, <laughs> deadheads. So basically, they didn't want it, so they went around to several stations and AMC finally picked it up. So for the 10 plus years that Andrew Lincoln has been engaged in the show, it was all about him finding a safe community, find, keeping his family safe. Okay, so once they killed off Carl, wanting to keep his family safe transferred over to Alexandria, the community he didn't build. He I'll say inherited when Deanna died. So basically, 
it was still about family. So now the family is broken up. If you if you really focused in on what Michonne was saying in the mid-season finale, everybody has to take care of themselves now. Nobody knows what happened between with Michonne and Dara with those exes. Did you catch the exes or am I giving away something? Yeah, I caught them all right. You're listening to the Pop Culture Cosmos. Don't touch that dial. Wait, do, do people still use dials? Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmos show and the PCC Multiverse. That is by far my favorite because it's also character driven and the stakes are high and there's much more of a mystery and intrigue to it. A game like Wolfenstein, which people are saying are one of the most socially important video games of the past 10 years. Catch our shows on radio worldwide seven days a week or at any time on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts or on over 30 more podcast outlets. But I want to leave it okay. with this as far as, well, as far as where we're going with the series because as you know, the whispers will become a major force as far as the rest of the season is concerned and might even evolve into season 10 too as well probably will the way they they stretch things out there as far as the walking dead is concerned well you know what i don't think so they learned one valuable lesson with season eight the biggest problem and the reason why they lost viewers were twofold in season eight one was that AMC, uh, Scott Gimple promised that All Out War would not last a whole season, but it did. And the other one was, um, unfortunately, Negan um, got more pushed to the forefront than people were ready to accept. So I don't think that the Whisperer War war will go into season 10. I think in season 10, we're actually going to see the Commonwealth um, because they have to explain two things. Georgie's appearance in season eight, when she encountered Maggie and them in season eight, haven't seen her since, and also the helicopter thingy. So those those things have to be addressed. And I think, um, and like I said, I hate to say it, but me being a major fan of the show and me having, I'll say, somewhat of an inside track into what's going on with The Walking Dead, um, I think twelve season 12 will be the last season. They have actors on the show, Norman Reedus, Melissa McBride, who have been on the show since day one, and Norman's about to turn 50. And Melissa McBride is also in her 50s. And it was interesting when the show first started that they asked them how long they asked each each cast member because they used to do these promos during the season break before the mid um, before the season actually aired. And they asked them, I think this was between season two and three. How long do they see The Walking Dead as a show? This one show, not the Fear the Walking Dead or whatever other spinoffs they have planned for the Walking Dead universe, they asked each cast member, how long do they see, I'll say major cast members, I'm not talking about all the other ones, how long do they see this show lasting? And the majority of them said 12. 
And from the way with the second time jump, which was six years, and with the way the story is progressing with the Whisperer of War, um, about to, okay, yeah, I just threw that out there. The Whisperer of War is going to be the whole second half of season nine, by the way. With the Whisperer War um, fast approaching, um, in about seven weeks, they actually, if you didn't know, you know it now. Season nine is going to resume on February 10th, not the 24th. They've pushed it up two weeks. So we really only have to really get through the holidays and maybe four more weeks after that and The Walking Dead will return. Um, so I don't think that the Whisperer Wall will continue into season 10. They've already dropped hints with Before Jesus Died, the episode with him and Tara were talking. They actually, he, he actually, she actually brought up Georgie again. So Georgie is going to come into play really soon. And we're going to find out. I don't think those helicopters, I think the helicopters are the whisperers, but it could be the Commonwealth. So by season 12, and the reason why I'm saying that it's only going to last 12 seasons is because of the comics. By the time the show approaches season 12, they will be current with the comics. They're still somewhat behind now because the Whisper of War is about to happen. So they have maybe three more years of comic material before they get to season 12. And I think they're going to be done. I really think that from a standpoint of, of the show perspective and not not because of financial reasons, I think it's more so that they would like to end the show somewhere where it's, I'm not going to say, it'll never be resolved because, um, first of all, Kirkman has said two things. One is you'll never know how the zombie apocalypse started. And two is that there is no cure. So. We'll never see a cure happen on the show, but I think what we will f see when the show ends is that there is some kind of resolution because right now the walkers not, are no longer a threat. Everybody who has been around, oh, let me ask you a question. Did you know that this is season nine, so it's nine years in real time? Did you know that they're saying that it's only been two years since Rick woke up in the hospital? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, yeah. Actually, I thought it was less than that. And then, but now you count um, the season because now you count the the time frame that they jumped to. What was it? Six years that they supposedly jumped in time frame. The to? second time, yeah. After Rick's after Rick's untimely demise. So, so now it's, fans, right no. years. it's right now about seven, eight years into the actual zombie apocalypse, even though it's right. nine. Yes. So, yes. So, so now it's about eight, nine years um, since the ZA started. So now the walkers are no longer a threat. Everybody who's encountered a walker knows how to deal with. Them. So now what they're dealing with on the show, and I think people have a hard time accepting it is that they're dealing with the human conflict, the power struggles, because um, Negan escaped. Negan is out there somewhere. 
what happens with Negan, I'm not going to reveal, but Negan is still alive and kicking and he's going to be back to his badass ways in season nine. So the way the show might end is that they finally get all these communities working together. It won't be perfect. There will never be a cure. There's no way to cure it. Judith is not the cure. Rick wasn't the cure. Paul wasn't the cure because Paul was born before the ZA. So, you know, I mean, I hope they wrap it up when they finally do in the show. I hope they wrap it up nicely. I think um, Angela Kane is doing an awesome job. I think she's actually breathing new life. What was going on with the show in the last two years was abominable. It was like there was no continuity in the storyline and Angela Kane brought that back. I mean, there was no, I can say there wasn't a disappointing episode in the first eight. So I'm seeing some positive things, but like I said, my rant still is that they need to give everybody on that show what they deserve because they're the ones who make the show. There is not one character, even when Andrew Lincoln was on the show, that stands out more than the other. Okay? They all played a part in the success of that show. If you're tired of sifting through flea markets for rare and unique games, we can help. Retro City Games in Henderson, Nevada, only five minutes from the Las Vegas Strip, has all your favorite gaming staples, classics, and a wide selection of rare games with new stuff always appearing on our shelves. Come in and chat with Nicole or Doug about your love of games and watch as they help you complete your collection or find your childhood favorite. And don't forget, Retro City Games loves trade-ins. So if you have any Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, Xbox, PlayStation, or even PC games, come in and visit Retro City Games today. Welcome to the new metropolis of gaming, Retro City Games. Once again, it's Daphne Matthew from... Uh, talking the dead 18 plus and also the walking dead fan base i got to get both those groups right go ahead and sign up today on both those groups on facebook i'll tell you what if you are a walking dead fan it is the place to go for all the conversations about what's going on with the show the future and where it's going and all the things in between daphne it's always it's so great to have you a part of the show i just cannot thank you enough for taking the time as always to talk some walking dead I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening in season nine and beyond. Like you, season 12 seems like a good round number to go ahead and just stop it off right there. I know a lot of contracts are leading into season 12 and I don't see anything beyond at the moment. And so it looks like from, you know, that writing starting to go on the wall and that season 12 looks like it's going to end it all at that point in time. But we'll talk more about that on a future date as far as if it comes to a final and formality because you know AMC will probably probably in two, three years down the line, will play it up all it's worth as the final season, so to speak. So yeah. but it, is, it has been great to have you on the show. Just you know, cannot thank you enough for doing so. And any last thoughts on the way out? I'm just looking forward to the second half of the season. Um, I want to see where it goes. I actually want to see how they're going to bring the Whisper Reward to life. Okay, I'm going to give you a little tidbit to carry you guys over, and then there might be romance for Daryl finally on the horizon. 
again, going back to my rant, that's one of the reasons why they killed off Carl. Because if you look at Lydia, Lydia's older than um, she is in the comics. So there might be some romance there finally for Daryl. I know a lot of us are rooting for it because it's like, come on, nine years and only thing you have is a dog to show for it? Come on, really? Carol's with the king. That's not going to happen. So there, there is a, and there's a possibility of romance finally for Daryl. Um, I know there's been, and bef- this, I'm going to keep this really brief because I know I've talked a lot today, but this, this season really had me going. Uh, I know there's been a lot of complaints from the LGBTQ communities about these uh, Jesus' death because last season we lost Eric and now they've lost Jesus and everybody knows Jesus' character on the show is gay. Um, so there's been a lot of outrage from the community about that. Um, I'm going to say this because I pretty much know why Tom Payne left. It wasn't, it wasn't, and this one, I will not blame on AMC. That was the actor's decision. He did not want the romance to happen like it did in the comics, and he wanted to leave the show. Um, A lot of people are upset about it. A lot of people are saying that, you know, these actors have no, how should I say it, appreciation. I'm I'm missing the word. It's not appreciation, but the word eludes me. And I'm going to say this because I think this is also part of my rant, and I want to make it crystal clear to, to the fans out there. These people act for a living. Okay, whether it's on The Walking Dead, it's in a movie, it's on a different show, these people are actors. This is how they live. And if they decide to leave the show to pursue better opportunities for financial reasons, we shouldn't hold that against them, okay? Because First of all, acting is a very sketchy profession to be in in the first place. Okay, it's risky. You could go years without being on the show. Um, Tom Payne even said it in his on The Talking Dead. When he got the role of Jesus on The Walking Dead, he was rejoicing because he was living at he was living at home in his 30s, living at home, and he maxed out his credit cards because the roles, there were no roles there. So we have to respect these actors' decisions. This is how they make their living, okay? And especially for a woman, a woman of the in, in after the age of 35 in Hollywood is considered old. They don't get cast as often. So if Lauren Cohan, who is 36, is offered a role on a different network that's going to pay her more, Thank her for her time and wish her well. Andrew Lincoln just turned 45. This is one of the few actors on The Walking Dead who's never done a show or a movie outside of The Walking Dead the 10 plus years he's been tied to the show. And people are mad with him 
and are making comments about, oh, when his bank account is zero, he'll come back. Andrew Lincoln was a well-known actor in the UK before The Walking Dead, okay? He has done work. He had done work in the U.S. before The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead did not make him, and him leaving the show will not break him. So as much as we love these characters, we've grown to love them, we've come attached to them, we need to respect their decisions as individuals because this is how they live. Okay, we have nine to five jobs, most of us, and we have to go to work every day. You know what? We'll lose our job or we don't get paid. So that thought process we have with our commitments on a daily basis to our families, to our jobs, to whatever we do in our professions, we need to apply that to these actors and stop thinking that they are obliged to continue on a show. And that is my final thoughts and my to my op-ed on the um on Facebook um in the Walking Dead fan base and also in talking to Dead about the state of affairs with the Walking Dead, Gerald. And once again, you can check out her thoughts and the thoughts of so many other Walking Dead fans out there on the Walking Dead fan base and Talking the Dead 18 plus. It is my good friend, once again, Daphne Matthew. As always, Daphne, it's great to have you on the show. I wish you and your family a happy holiday season. And I'll tell you what, just more goodness. Maybe you should go ahead and watch some back episodes of the Walking Dead, pick out your favorites and whatnot, as far as, you know, to, you know, for that layover in between now and February, because, you know, there's going to be a little bit of time in there or maybe take a, take a rest, take a, take a vacation from the walking dead for a little while. I I'm actually just starting a trivia contest in the walking dead fan base next week. So I'm, I'm still with the walking dead. Yeah. So if anybody wants to join us in the walking dead fan base, we do trivia every Tuesday and Thursday. I just gave away an autograph Lucille by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So the prizes are there. You have to be in it to win it. And with that, I'm going to say goodnight to you, Gerald. Have a great holiday to you and your beautiful family. And we will talk again in February, or if not sooner. Well, you're always welcome to come back on the show to talk anything about <laughs> pop culture, The Walking Dead, or anything else. Glad to have you a part of the pop culture cosmos. <laughs>